This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Greetings, listeners. My name is Rodney Brown, and as always, good to be with you today and to bring a Bible message. And today I want to read in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 12, from verse 3. At the beginning of the chapter, the Lord is speaking to Moses and to Aaron, and he says in verse 3, Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, you shall take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. And then moving to verse 12, where the Lord says, I will pass through the land of Egypt that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Verse 12 says, When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And also a verse in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, at the end of verse 7, we read these words, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Last time we were reading in Genesis chapter 4, and there we were thinking about a lamb for a man. We were thinking of the story of Abel, and how Abel as an individual brought a lamb as a sacrifice to the Lord. And the Lord saw the heart of that man, and the faith that he had, and the Lord saw the sacrifice that he brought, and the Lord accepted that man, a lamb for a man. Today, we read in Exodus chapter 12, and here it is, a lamb for a family. The context of Exodus 12 is the nation of Israel, the people of Israel are in bondage. They are in slavery in the land of Egypt, but they are God's people, and God loves these people. And in God's wisdom, And in his power, he is going to lead these people out of the slavery of Egypt. And he's going to lead them to the promised land. And in Exodus chapter 12, we read how God actually did that. And we read of the instructions that he gave them. He was going to save them. He was going to set them free through the blood of the Lamb. And so the instructions are given 
in Exodus chapter 12 what the people must do. And God tells them how that they must select the lamb. God tells them how they must scrutinize the lamb. And God tells them how that the lamb must be slain. And these are very important things as we think about these lambs in Egypt. Because all of these lambs in Egypt point forward to someone else. That's why I read in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. As we think of the Passover in Exodus chapter 12, 1 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. And so the lambs of Exodus chapter 12 were all pictures of Christ, the Lamb of God, who would be the true Passover. And Paul says that he was for us. And Paul says that he was sacrificed for us. How good to see in Exodus chapter 12 that the Lamb was for the family. In verse 4, we read about the possibility of a household being too small for the lamb. And if the family was too small for the lamb, then the neighbors could also come in and enjoy the provision of the lamb. So the thought was the family might be too small for the lamb, but there's no thought of the lamb being too small for the family. No, the lamb was big enough and the lamb was good enough for the whole family. In verse 3, we read about a lamb. In verse 4, we read about the lamb. And in verse 5, we read about your lamb. And God was very special in his requirements. And he said how that the lamb had to be without blemish. What a picture this is of Christ. Peter says that he was without blemish and without spot. And we know when he was here that men examined him. And there were enemies, and so often they were out to trick him and to try and trip him up and to try and accuse him. But he could say to them, Who of you convinces me of sin? Who of you convicts me? Of sin, and no one could because he had no sin. The Bible tells us that he did no sin. The Bible tells us that he knew no sin. And the Bible says, In him there is no sin. And so we read about the selection of the Lamb, and we read about the scrutiny, scrutiny of the Lamb, but we also read about the slaying of the Lamb. And we think about the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter says he was foreordained, he was foreknown before the foundation of the world. But he says, he was manifest in these last times for you. And he was presented to the people. He was perfect. But it wasn't just his life. Although perfect, and although it brought great blessing to so many people, yet as far as the setting free from the slavery of sin is concerned, he had to die. And just as those lambs died there that night in Egypt, so the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, he died at the cross 
of Calvary. We see in Exodus chapter 12 that although there were many lambs who died that night, there were many, many thousands of lambs who died for all of those families in Egypt. Yet it seems in another sense, at the end of verse 6, we read that the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it. So although there were many, many thousands of lambs who were killed that night, yet in another sense it seems as if it was only one, because it all pointed forward to Christ. We have also been held by the chains of sin, and in ourselves we are not strong enough to break free, but there's enough in Christ and the precious blood that he shed at Calvary's cross to set us free from sin. God's desire for people is that they would be in families, and God is interested in families, and God gives much instruction in the Bible about families. And fathers are instructed in Scripture to bring their children up in the training and in the admonition of the Lord. And so it's a great responsibility for parents to bring their children up in the right way. But it's also a big responsibility for children who have been instructed in the ways of the Lord that they would respond to the gospel that they have heard presented. And these firstborn sons in Exodus chapter 12 would listen to their fathers and see what their fathers were doing. And they would come under the protection of the blood of the Lamb that night in Egypt. And so the message for us today is this. No matter who we are, no matter what family we may be in, here we read that there was enough for all of these families in Egypt, as indeed there is enough today for all the families of the world. Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was sacrificed at Calvary for the sin of others, for our sins. And if we trust in him, then we will be set free from sin, eventually to be in that place that he has promised for all who trust in him. Thank you for listening. You're welcome to contact me via email. That is on my email address, rodwbrown at gmail.com. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.